Hello and welcome to Ladies of Graphical, where we are full of caffeine and the kerning doesn't pay the bills. I am your host, Chaz Malkin, and I am joined today by the fabulous Letha Statham. Thank you. The gorgeous Cat Stevens. Hello. And the beautiful Emily Crow. Hello. So due to our terrible organisational skills, unfortunately we haven't managed to get our portfolios together. And I know we promised we would do that, but we are terrible people, so it's fine. But we will do that in the next podcast, we promise. And we've also decided that we are not going to look at them. We are literally just going to bring them in and open them up on the table. So surprises <laughs> will happen all round, I'm pretty sure. Today, what we thought we'd do is we'd just go through some frequently asked questions that people ask designers, especially freelance designers and just people in the business and what you guys want to know. And then some daft questions that we get asked by clients and the sort of responses that you'll hear <laughs> from that. So the first question I've got is... I've never worked with a graphic designer before. Can you tell me what to expect? So if someone has never dealt with graphic design, they've just come to you and gone, hey, dude, make me a logo, but I don't know how you do it or I don't know what you do. What would you say to that question? Oh, my God, they're in for experience, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) That would be kind of like a really good client in a lot of ways because then they wouldn't expect you to do everything for minimal money. As long as they're like, don't pay with experience. (laughs) Or just... (laughs) Getting your work seen is payment enough. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, if they, if they ask what to expect straight off, then that's a good way to, like, set out some... Yeah, they don't normally do that, do they? Boundaries. Yeah. It'd be quite good to be like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you this, and then I'll give you this, and then I'll give you that. And then you can set your own boundaries a bit, can't you? <laughs> I think a client that knows what they want but are open as well. I love design briefs, need a design brief. Don't just say, make a logo. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I've got a good one for you. Designers are not all the same. Just because so, someone can paint doesn't mean that they're really good at digital work. So we yeah, yeah. we all we've all got experience with that. Where mm. it's like, oh, you're a designer, you can do geography or something like that. As yeah, <laughs> don't expect a yeah. designer to be in like a jack of all trades. We've all got a little specialisms and things like that. So that does annoy me sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I had to explain to one of my clients that I wasn't an illustrator and I was a graphic designer and got asked what the difference was and felt like snapping a pencil. So I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I suppose the cool. brief is the guidance, isn't it, for them? Yeah. If, mm. if they don't have anything to go by, if they've not done it before. I think yeah. it is up to us to set their expectations mm. and yeah. what they yeah. can expect from us as well. Yeah, sounds good. So, second question is, why did you become a designer? I know we sort of touched on it a little (laughs) bit last week when we spoke about our backgrounds, but what was it that made you go, yes, design, this is my thing? Ooh, okay then. Mm. Well, I'm fairly new to it, so maybe my memory is more fresh. Yeah. (laughs) Why did you become a designer then? Because I have always been intrigued by it over the years, But when I joined the company, I was a project manager, so I was getting designs sent to me as the middleman to send to the client. And the more I got back, the more it appealed to me to actually want to go ahead and do the designs myself. Obviously, I had no idea how to do it. And that's where my kind of passion started for getting into that sort of career. Yeah. It's an outsider's sort of point of view. That, mm, that's like, really oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. You kind of see the process and you want to kind of understand it. Yeah. How many times did you get a design back and think, I could do a nicer one than that? Yeah, I can do that better. Oh, the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. And well, no, not that many times because I had no idea at that point how oh, to do things. Very but... diplomatic. I always do that about everything. I literally walk around art galleries going, wow, I can go home and copy that. I 
but yeah, that's that's where I wanted to become a designer. What about you, Lisa? I, <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I've drawn ever since I was little. It's a bit probably a bit of an escapism, I think. Yeah. Design specifically, mm. well. Um, it's not, I never did a fine arts, I did illustration because I really like I love to read books, yeah. uh, I love narrative, so I really got into illustration because of that. Did my degree in that, yeah. The jobs that I have done have got nothing to do with it. I fell into fashion design and then I kind of fell into web design but discovered a real passion for it. Recently, I'm like a UX UI trainee. The reason why I got into that was because while designing websites, I kind of I wanted to know who we were designing for, what they actually wanted. Even though we got a design brief, I really wanted to know if we was on the right track and wanted to know more and how we could make it easy for them. And the theory behind it is, well, so yeah, that's why I got into this particular sector. What about you, Kat? What's your life story? (laughs) (laughs) Without going going back to last week, similar sort of thing in the kind of in between Lisa and Emily in that I started working for the company where I work at now, not as a designer. And then after a while doing some other stuff for them, someone said to me, oh, you can draw things so you could design for us. And I was like, really? Can I? <laughs> I okay. <laughs> Rocked up the next day, showed them some random pictures of um, horses, uh, my mum's house. And, some <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, learned how to go more down the layout and... Designy rather than just drawing things root. What? And yeah, I kind of actually really enjoy the sort of more like the former websites without Illustrated are totally different to what mm-hmm. I started off doing. But I actually really enjoy that now. Oh, nice. Good. I appreciate that more now. Whereas before the illustrated designs would come back to me and I'd be like, Oh, this is amazing. It's so, you know, appealing mm. and yeah just really eye-catching whereas formal i was a bit more oh this is a bit boring uh, yeah um, but there's, there's quite you appreciate it and making mm. it look really clean and crisp you don't realize it. how much yeah. goes into it yeah. i think coming from like an illustrator's background i never really liked the illustrated websites just because i because i did a couple mm. and i just from a usability point oh, of view do you do one with a tractor on a hill no, I didn't do that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was very specific. <laughs> yeah, that's oddly specific. I just, I thought they're, they're really cluttered. And with some of the user research that we did, people found them really hard to use. Mm. And they liked, they preferred the more formal ones. Because I think what we tend to do is like, oh, it's a picture, it's an illustration, it looks fancy, it looks this, but actually using it is a different thing. And we're not creating pieces, not creating illustrations. We're creating actual functional working mm, things yeah. that people have to use and I think we forget that there's a different type of illustration for me and uh, yeah I find it really hard yeah nice one cool what oh I should you? probably talk about me yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah and so like oh everybody else yeah for me I I don't know it was sort of like high school all I wanted to do was dance and then it was like oh I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna be on the stage and I'm gonna do all this amazing stuff and I'm in pantos I can you know sing for the world and then I sort of started my graphics and I was like actually you know what? I'm kind of kind of good at this stuff like I get photoshop and it was my graphics teacher that was like kind of good at this you should kind of do this and I was like okay Mr Jones I shall do this <laughs> and that's oh, kind of what happened Mr Jones yeah shout out yeah Mr Jones, Mr Jones if you're watching <laughs> or listening even I doubt he is 
Um, but he was brilliant. Like, all of my graphics teachers were really inspiring. And they were like, oh, you should do this and you should do this. And, ah, oh, look at this. We're making all these things. And I remember making a, a lion out of circles in Photoshop. I was like, this is amazing. This is the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, and then from then it was like, I'm going to be a designer. And that's my backstory. Does anyone else really want to see the lion? Oh my god, I found the first piece of Photoshop work that I did the other day. Mm. I'm gonna have to try and find it out. It's hilarious. It's like I could have created it in paint or word. <laughs> <laughs> See, I never had Photoshop when I was at high school. So I had GIMP and I used to oh, use oh, GIMP all as the time. well. And it was just horrendous. That's what I started doing digital stuff. Yeah. <laughs> It's like some really shoddy, illegally downloaded. I mean, totally, totally it's legal. Totally, yeah, totally, totally legal, legal stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The name like GIMP. Yeah, it didn't get from LimeWire or anything like that. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> All these plugins. We're not sponsored. Mm. Yeah, is it still going, LimeWire? Is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I think LimeWire is one that just get like guilty pleasure. Like, <laughs> you know you're going to get a virus, but you do it anyway. Yeah, just in case, yeah. <laughs> God, showing our age now. Okay, well, the next question is, how long will the project take to complete? Oh, when well, it's done, bitch. Can we swear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you looked at me. Like, can, can we swear? I would yeah. say to a client, it's entirely dependent on you yeah. and how quickly you can make decisions and get your feedback on what mm. we've done. Yeah, I think it, it, dep- it depends on the project as well because if they yeah. want like a fully functioning who do you do website, that's different to making a logo. Yeah. yeah. So I like deadlines, however. Chaz has got a different experience with that. <laughs> I say I like deadlines, yeah. and I do like deadlines. Yeah. But sometimes I don't always. I think it's because I love you. Yeah. And I, I s- know you set a deadline for the thirty first of uh, what December. December. Still waiting. Me and Lisa are currently working on a project together outside of outside of work, and uh, yeah, the deadline was the thirty first of December. We're now in February two thousand nineteen, and she hasn't done it. So <laughs> I'm like, give me another December. deadline. It's not exactly. done. Yeah, never work with animals or children. <laughs> was a slightly crazy date to set a deadline yeah it was i set you in september though that was the thing yeah that was the thing yeah (laughs) i don't i need to just sit down in front of my mic and just do it i like deadlines i do like deadlines deadlines. yeah it gives um, you something to work towards it's structure as well yeah and then you're able to tell them how many days or so until they get it and then it's up to them really isn't it yeah Yeah. back and forth well, we always give ourselves a bit of leeway as well mm. with our deadlines, don't we? Just yeah. to kind of... What is it? Is over-promise, it... underachieve. Yeah, the... yeah. Is it over-promise? No. no I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's underachieve. Under-promise, over-achieve. Yeah, if you don't take any life advice, don't take that one from me. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Right, so a daft question that will probably either spark up some debate or you'll have no idea what it means. What is the difference between leading and kerning? Ooh, I think mm. I know it. I always sure. called it leading. That's <laughs> just a great start. <laughs> um, is it definitely called leading? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to you because you've done the graphic design degree. Yeah. <laughs> Can I guess? I taught myself to draw you and give. <laughs> Is, is, is the kerning the spaces between the letters? Yes. Yeah, and then kerning... No, that's kerning. That's kerning. And then leading. Is that like the... Is that kind of if you make the whole thing wider? No. Is it... Is it, is it um, the space... Be- that's line height, in it? The space between the... The text? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, that is it, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, leading is the space between the line. The line height is basically the yeah, leading, and the then the curtain yeah, is the corner of the line height. Because yeah. mm. my favourite poster ever is just a red poster with white writing, and it said "Kemming," noun, improper use of kerning. Oh, and it's the best thing. clever! Yeah, I don't look it up on Google. I'll, I'll draw it out for you. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Illustrator Chaz. <laughs> yeah. It's my illustrate skills. It's like this thing. Have you ever seen the one with shop signs where it says when kerning goes wrong? Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. The letters mm. looks like they've mixed together like when somebody wrote the name clint on a starbucks yeah, cup yeah <laughs> i have not seen not that. a good thing i need that. to see that <laughs> you can figure it out in your yeah. mind no i can't i have i just want to see it with my own eyeballs okay everybody google the starbucks cup there we go okay so what is what software is the most important to our trade mm. silence falls among the room <laughs> mm, mine's changing mm. Well, when I worked in fashion design, Illustrator, but I think we used it inappropriately. In this job, probably. <laughs> Did you just draw dicks all day long? <laughs> oh, vaginas, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, there was one where we had to... There was one thing when I didn't draw a vagina. <laughs> no, where we had to, like, uh, Photoshop models and stuff like that and I had to kind of, like, make that area a little thinner. And oh. So that, was, uh, that was a bit horrible. That's all destroying. I'm so sorry. Mm. Um, sorry, that's just reminded me of a tangent, but I'll come back to it later. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, the nudist beach tangent we went on last week. No, have you seen those adverts for ridiculous bikinis recently? Oh, oh were they, like... Yeah. yeah. They're called something, aren't they? Like, the... Um... They look, they're, like, a really high-waisted Yeah. Girl. That's got to cause some kind bikini of area. brush. And yeah. the women are so photoshopped, or they literally have no fanny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have like no flaps. There was one, and a woman had written in the comments if I sat on the beach, the sand would stick to my yeah. flaps like a pair of bread. <gasps> no, I didn't say that because I can remember that comment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that comment just warned the internet. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know who can get away with stuff like that, like wearing. I don't think like they that. do get away with it. Yeah, well, I, I bought a pair of knickers that were kind of like that because I was like, live dangerously. That's going to be so uncomfortable. Yeah. It wasn't uncomfortable. It was very unflattering. <laughs> <laughs> it was extreme. Like literally, like it, I can't. Like obviously, I can't show you. But um, I'm just, wearing them now. <laughs> no, but don't like the string bits that come like over like on your waist and stuff. It's just really unflattering. Like it just went into my skin and it was like. Falls where they shouldn't be, and mm. yeah. don't do it. Okay, that's a question. Yeah. I don't think so. I make them in my size. I'm safe. <laughs> they are called something, aren't they? It's something like the um, something hanger. <laughs> of course, it is <laughs> the vagina hanger, isn't it? Fa- fanny hanger. So <laughs> yeah, fanger. The fanger. Please <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me record that. Please let me record that. <laughs> Just going on ASOS to Google a fanger. God, <laughs> the latest trend. Oh. Sorry, as you were. Yeah, oh, so, what was uh, important to the trade? So, yeah, so where I used to work, we always used to use Illustrator and InDesign. Um, where we do, in graphical, we use Photoshop a lot with a touch of Illustrator, a touch of InDesign and a touch of Premiere uh, Pro. Oh. In the department that I'm working now, we are still using Photoshop, but we're also using Sketch. And I keep seeing that dotted around, mentioned as well. And we use InVision for prototyping. So I think the obvious one is Photoshop, but I think things are actually changing. Yeah. 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 I'd say Photoshop's definitely the one I use most. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we'll, yeah. we'll use that yeah. most area. But at the minute, mm-hmm. I'm using After Effects a lot more than anything else. I think it depends on the job, don't it? Yeah. And it depends mm. on the company as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, when I was freelancing, I probably bumbled along without ever using Illustrator. But... Yeah, same. But <laughs> I couldn't live without Illustrator. Illustrator was like spawn a Satan to me before I joined I used the to company. draw on my iPad with my finger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, That's so quite that... impressive, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> She's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not here, it's upstairs. I was going to say, oh, I'll show you the random pictures horses of horses. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them. No, we have to keep it a surprise for next week. Yeah. See, I felt like I'd progressed when I had a decent iPad and I drew on it with my finger because previously, back in the GIMP days and the first back in my GIMP days, <laughs> foray into digital art, I was using an ancient laptop that um, my husband's dad had from an old job and it didn't have a mouse pad area. It had a finger button in the oh, middle of my screen. I remember them. I remember them. I'd literally sit there for like five hours. What you can't see is me just waggling my fingers. Most impractical thing. Tiny motion. Yeah, and having the worst cramp in my hand. God. I never <laughs> knew they were a thing. Yeah, if only. I did not remember that. It's just that weird no. little rubber yeah, nipple it was, in the middle of your keyboard. Yeah, it was I do not remember that. And you just, like, you just had to do that with it. I remember it being on black. It was a lesbian screen. It was was a very small nipple, though. It wasn't very big, so it was just small nipples are okay, and they choose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't discriminate here. Burger nips are also fine. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You don't find a burger nip on your laptop, though. That was (laughs) very small nipples. Maybe a burger nip would have been like a bit more like user friendly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyway, moving on. What is the most stupid piece of feedback you've ever received from a client? Oh, can I have more squirrels? <laughs> Literally <laughs> true sentence. Nice. And in the end, they didn't want any squirrels. Oh, Terrible. that's gotten. Yeah. Terrible. And it wasn't just drawings of squirrels. Could have coped with that. It, they wanted me to cut out stock images of squirrels and just <laughs> plaster them. <laughs> All over photographs of the like surrounding countryside. This would be some people that are just like banned from the internet yeah. or web or yeah. design yeah. in general. It was it just looked awful, and luckily they agreed. Good. Sometimes you have to show them how bad it looks before they're like. Was there oh, a yeah. reasoning behind the <laughs> fact that they wanted so many squirrels? So they had it was for a website. Was it a and... bunch of squirrels that were having <laughs> yeah. a website? <laughs> <laughs> May well have been. <laughs> I didn't speak to them face to face. Could have been squirrels. Slightly concerned now. Um, yeah, they wanted one of my favourite things: the photo montage in the background oh, oh of their website. Love it. And they did have some nice countryside, but then they went for one of my other favourite things, which is the like clip, not clip art, but like the cut out leaves mm, along the top, yeah, like yeah. bordering the website, which I just absolutely hate. And they wanted acorns of course, and oak leaves hanging down. Squirrels. And then they were like, oh, some squirrels would be nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me some squirrels. Yeah, they literally wrote the email like, oh, no, I don't <laughs> But they wanted just like several different squirrels in different poses just trotting around. <laughs> what were the poses? Scampering, squatting, squatting, little tiny rearing up. Did they have the uh, Bake Off squirrel? No, oh, I love that Bake Off squirrel. Yeah. If people listening have not seen the Bake Off squirrel, I don't you think should, I've seen the Bake Off squirrel. You will be impressed. It's a manly squirrel. What's what? 
He literally turns to the camera, <laughs> full frontal. Oh, hi. And it's just right his, there. His nutsack is in your face. It's not what? just his nutsack. What are you talking about? Where is this? On the bake On, on bake Yeah. yeah. It's just like... In the opening. Like a little cutscene, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then he does. There's a squirrel just minding his own business, right? <laughs> and it literally like, it turns to camera, and it's kind of reared up, and you just get a full squirrel frontal. But it's and got it's the nuts. big, yeah. It's He's got his well endowed. Yes. <laughs> see, we're telling you, and I don't think you're appreciating it. Like, oh, you need to. This. Yeah, yeah. I've watched okay. that video multiple times. <laughs> it's impressive. It's just so out of proportion with the rest of the squirrel. But... <laughs> it was I a make off me. Yeah, 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 that squirrel was not involved. Mine's probably, can you make the squiggly thing less wavy? A straight line. (laughs) It was, it was, the best thing was, is it was a, it was like a ribbon. Yeah, I think I remember which one it was. They wanted on the, like, over the top. I hadn't drew it, it was like a stock photo, and it was in their photograph, and they were like, oh, the squiggly squiggly thing, can you make it less wavy? And I was like, what squiggly thing? There's no squiggly things on the design. And they were like, no, there is in the photograph. And I was like, yes, it was taken well, in your photograph. Your photograph. <laughs> no, I can't make this really thing less wavy. Yes, that's quite funny. And can can we have it more blue, but not blue? You know, blue. Oh, yeah, we get that really quite a lot. Mm-hmm. I'd Photoshop clouds out once, because um, when their photographer came to take their photos, it was bad weather, and they were really knocked about that. So I literally just made it a sunny day. <laughs> I, I did that recently, actually. Yeah, it's quite... It makes you feel quite powerful doesn't it <laughs> God, do you know, I was not thinking that you were going to say that yeah. like, it's quite depressing it's like it's quite powerful yeah, yeah. I can change the, the weather, weather. <laughs> <laughs> can we can do anything yeah family I am God mm. amazing anything else any other I'm sure we've got more um, yeah more I've more. got one more about usability which of course I do <laughs> of course <laughs> so I had a score that basically butchered the navigation so they wanted a. Uh, I can't even describe. You can't see it. the dismay yeah. in her face I wish right you now. Could see her face. <laughs> it was like a burger navigation, and they just wanted it as links. They didn't want any drop downs, and but they also didn't want the related navigation. So when on when you're on contents page, it's like, how is your user going to use your website? Like if they wanted to get to. I can't contact. imagine how this yeah. would work. They couldn't understand it. And we sent them screenshot after screenshot after screenshot. It's like, right. And then we'd ask them, oh, show this, show to other people and get their opinion on it because these people will deal with multiple people, which is always a bad thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, they'll be fine. No, they won't because I don't think you get it. I don't think you're understanding that <laughs> they cannot use your website. <laughs> it does not work. I can't remember what we did in the end. We had, I think we just, well, we, it was impossible for us not to do what they wanted. I'm pretty sure in the end we did just give like a drop down. But what it was, what they wanted was um, they didn't want the the navigation to take too much of the photograph up. In the end, they didn't understand that the pop it was like a pop out thing. Even Um, though it would be a massive waste of time for everyone to make and build this website, were you not super tempted to just do it and go, here you go. How do I get (laughs) to the page? You can't. That was your decision. Do you know what? If I I could have done a prototype, I would have. (laughs) I really would have, but we, we couldn't do it. But yeah, I was really, cons- I really wanted them to. Oh, we needed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but that one sticks out for me because we went back and forth for months, and it was like, 
oh, can you make this baby pink and baby blue and baby yellow and, and stuff like that? Like, baby yellow, I don't know if that's colour. It is nice. But we really struggled with that client and we had to have multiple phone calls and they just didn't understand. They weren't technical minded at all. So, they, you know, they can't, you can't really blame them. But we got there in the end. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so next question. Where do you get your ideas from? It says the question. See, I could go on a whole podcast about dialectic thinking and one of my master's theory-based things, but I'm not going to bore people with it. So you lost fun. me at dialect. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The 90 stages of creativity and all that, but I'm not going to do that. So where do you get your ideas from, Chaz? Well, it starts at stage one with the... No, no, no. no where I get... I don't know. Like, depends what it is. Yeah. yeah. I get a lot of inspiration from just random things it'd be like oh the edge on that countertop looks really nice so i'm gonna add that in or i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna do that or i saw random stars on some logo at some point so that's that like i'll just sort of go yeah that's fine or mm-hmm. most of the time with our work anyway they're like oh we, we like this and we like this and we like this and we like that so you just sort of merge it together mm-hmm. well, yeah for like personal projects though it tends to stem from whatever i'm currently thinking of at the time yeah i think with your project that i'm doing now the illustration super top secret just super top secret uh, i'm actually watching a medical drama oh god <laughs> and so that's inspiring it as you can tell as i can tell um i've always been really into anatomy uh so that i'm getting a lot of inspiration from there and tattoos graphics yeah. um like traditional black and white work or black work i mainly get my illustri- my illustration my inspiration i just walk around and yeah. just I walk and give myself space and time, and I can. It could be a poster, or it could be some music. It doesn't. It stems from everywhere. Yeah, my yeah. the thing that struck me, and it was something at uni, was um, I was really struggling with the project, and mm. it was what it ended up being one of my highest marked projects. But it, we had six weeks to do a project. Three weeks into the project, I had nothing, and what we had to do was we had to take these poems from this really batshit crazy writer that made no sense and turn them into like a physical piece of art and I just couldn't figure out what to do or how to do it and I just sat there like ha ah. so sort of ran into my um my lead lecturer at like nine o'clock at night like Barry help me I don't know what I'm doing you know sort of crying like I've got all this work and I've got nothing and he I remember it so vividly he literally picked up all this work and all this research that I'd done put it on the floor and then put the bin over the top of it and he was like why are you trying to make it make sense if it doesn't make sense uh, and I literally just looked yeah. at him and was like, boom, oh my God. And yeah, so I ended up making a a typographic book that in itself went insane and ate, ate the words off the pages. And I ended up getting like this awesome. really amazing mark. I always think um, thinking outside the box is really difficult, but once it clicks, yeah. Yeah. it's amazing. And I, yeah. yeah, I think that's one thing to be a designer sometimes is you've got to think outside the box, but it's getting outside the box <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, it takes three weeks of crying. Yeah. And oh, what have I done? Yeah, but normally I do it. Yeah, I think, yeah, sometimes you need a bit of out, like, outside influence and yeah. space and time as well to be creative. Cool. And we can. Just other designers stealing ideas. That's yeah. terrible to say. I'm a great visual magpie. Mm. <laughs> I like that, visual magpie. Visual well, what's that saying about flattery? It's oh, the, the copy is like... Compliment. Imitation is the greatest Yeah, that's it. Flattery. Yeah. yeah kind of springs to mind i think design's like there's nothing original in design 
Yeah, true. It's like music. Nothing's really original any day. But I think that's mm. a podcast for another day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Our musical podcast. Yes. <laughs> we'll sing to you. Where we sing every word. <laughs> no, just where we <laughs> yeah. You might not enjoy that one. Oh, I <laughs> Cool. Right, so when we were... You went to uni, didn't you? Yes. Yes. So when we were at uni, uh, what was your late night library fuel that kept you going till deadline? Because I'm sure we've all dealt with the... Late nights, sat there crying. <laughs> what was your what was your fuel? What did you do? Uh, I did childhood studies. Oh, oh yeah. Interesting. It was quite a while ago now, so I can't really remember what my <laughs> late night fuel was. I don't even know if I even stayed up <laughs> that late. We all know I like sleep. So I probably did mine. Oh, were you just good? I was good. No, I wasn't actually. <laughs> I'm lying completely. I wasn't. But yeah, I don't think I actually didn't go to the library. Oh, I never went. You were there. Well, I Rebel. did, but I I found it such a socially anxious place to be. Because yeah. it was. Yeah, <laughs> I hated the library. I would rather just go off on my own and find another library with less people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really did a lot of librarying again. Not for that reason, just because I didn't really need to. On um, at uni, most of my stuff was. Just like making artwork, so I was a big fan of the vodka. <laughs> so vodka was your night fuel. Vodka, yep. So what about you? Ah, oh, Marina and the Diamonds. Um, oh my god, what was that album? Electra Heart. Oh my god. Yeah, I had that on repeat and Thirty mm. Seconds to Mars as well on repeat. Yeah. I had the Kings oh, of Leon album. I on repeat. That was yeah. really mine. Music got me through uni. Yeah, in the studio, it was like. Yeah. McDonald's chicken strippers and Monster Energy drinks were my. Uh, no wonder my, most of my stuff I was so crazy. I think what music that was until you <laughs> They're <laughs> a great you band. Who's the strippers? chicken strippers? They sound saucy. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah, it's a great band. Yeah. These young people, I don't know. <laughs> I do kind of miss that. Do you know, like going to like the library, Emily, and like <laughs> getting books and burying yourself and just spending hours by the photocopier and, and like yeah. reproducing a book in like a uh, folder. Yeah. Um, I do miss that. Yeah, highlighting every word because every word yeah. is important, you know. Oh, I've still got the folders full of them. I've still got it. So I totally never did that on any mm. of my I, I love learning though, I actually love learning. <laughs> yeah. I love learning now. But I, I didn't do, learn. I do. I just yeah. never really did the library thing much. No, I didn't. Even on my teaching degree. By that time we had the internet. Mm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, I, I think we spend so much time looking at screen now that I, I really like, reading books mm, paper yeah. something oh, yeah. I, I read a lot now it's yeah. important to read at least half an hour a day yeah thank you for that life advice <laughs> there you go there's your daily boost <laughs> your daily boost and not on your phone kids. yeah not yeah. on your phone but apparently because we do so much um you know on screen and it's a lot of shapes and colors a lot of the time we need to have at least half an hour reading a book i didn't know that to keep your intellect up I've gotten more stupid. I, I swear I have. I forget how to spell things. Oh, yeah. It's okay, just old yeah, age. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's one pixel to the left. Yeah. <laughs> one pixels. Well, we all know how much I read. So. Oh, yeah. Jealous much. Yeah. I read and way then Carl's much. jealous. Carl. Shout out to Carl. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Carl. Supreme leader. Woo. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. Would you say that you're more of a technical designer or an artistic designer? I think I'm technical. I think I'm. I used to be more artistic, mm. but I'm going towards more technical. I'd say artistic. Yeah, I'd say you're quite artistic. 
I'm very mm. technical, but but that's the way I've been trained. Mm. It's sort of that's the way that I do things. Everything's in boxes and everything's in a grid, and nobody sticks to a grid, and it really annoys me. I <laughs> don't use grids. <gasps> what? Oh my god! I don't use grids. That's why I'm constantly Fuck going, grids. Lisa. That's not that's not aligned. Lisa, that's not aligned. Oh, I, I do you like align stuff. I just don't align anything to the grid. <laughs> <laughs> I align stuff, and I use a calculator quite a lot. What the <laughs> <to>, um, hell? <laughs> To figure out how many pixels like, yeah, things need to be to Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I divide. And some people yeah. really, really don't do that. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then... Just guess it, it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> you never do that, kids. Never. <laughs> cool. Um, Actually, I kind of want to... Ask Emily more about your artistic. Yeah, because we're all quite technical. You quite technical, Kat. Or I feel like I only, I've moved to be more technical. Yeah, I've moved. Few years. Well, yeah. I only say that because I've not been doing it that long. So maybe I will be. Yeah. I think you've technical. had a good. You've had a good thing though because you didn't do a degree. You didn't do anything where it was like it has mm. to be exactly done like this. You've just come in and you've got all of us going. Oh, you need to do mm. that. Put a box there and move that there. So you're sort of finding your own way, which is kind yeah. of nice. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you kind of you're more free than we are to yeah. be fair because mm. we've all been taught these rules and yeah. guides that we kind of... Yeah, and you're finding out the rules that we're breaking. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's quite interesting that we're all, like, more technical and yet. With web design, I like the, the whole pixel thing, and yeah. I'm like, who would make this 61 pixels? <laughs> <laughs> I literally spend all day going, why is this one 274? There's absolutely no reason for that. <laughs> No, I'm a book for doing that. <laughs> you are. Oh, I've just remembered when we used to do prep PST jobs and I had to do yours. And they were just like all over the place. Not in a terrible way. Just like one pixel all over the place. Yeah, because there's steam like... coming out of your ears, yeah. cat. What happens when I'm like, because I... I literally sit there muttering at my screen anytime I have to handle other people's files. I think we're all like that when we're yeah. like handing other people's work. But um, what I do when handling, like, fonts, I type it out and it's in a whole number and then what I'll resize it or oh. something um, yeah, like, by the transform tool. Yeah, and I then they that. tell me not to do it and I still do it. <laughs> <laughs> you rebel you. <laughs> or when people have obviously resized a whole group of stuff. Oh, yeah. And then there's objects well. in it that have now got slightly blurry edges because they don't know what size they are. Okay, I don't do that. Is that because <laughs> they're not using shapes, or is what are they using from to do yeah, that? Yeah, or they marquee key tool. It'll have just filled in a shape. Use the shape tool. Don't fill in a marquee tool. I've never, <laughs> never do marquee that. Tool. God damn no. And just if you resize an object, make sure it has a clear edge. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, so much advice going on. So yeah, the next question. Any any designer that they will probably hear this at some point. Can you make it pop? Oh, the worst question in the entire world. Do you know what? Yeah. The answer to that used to be put a glow <laughs> no. on it. Yeah, put a drop shadow on it. <laughs> but not Make anymore. Make it pop. Make it pop. Yeah. How do you even... I don't even know... I never know how to tackle that because... Coral pink. That makes it pop a lot these days. It depends yeah. what Those they, they mean by pop. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing is you then have to ask more more questions. Like, what do you mean by yeah. pop? Who's, who's said it to you? Yeah. Mm give you like a massive variation on what they yeah. mean by that well that's why i got so involved with the project managers when sending my designs off and things like that was well, just so i could get some more information out so we didn't have to keep going back and forth back yeah. and forth but make it pop how ambiguous hello yeah make it pop yeah how are you gonna <laughs> make it pop that yeah oh Wait, just clearly wait mine always pop. <laughs> clearly, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's artistic over there. We're too technical. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm sure I will at some point. I'm sure. Yeah, until I'm going to do friends. it. I'm going to like send you like a Slack message like, pick a pop. Yeah, it's going to be the thing now. Amazing. Okay. Um, we'll have two more questions. Mm-hmm. And that is it. So they're slightly, slightly strange ones. So you're a new addition to a crayon box. What colour would you be and why? Oh, magenta. Oh. Wow. <laughs> it was a gut reaction. Go with it. I like it. Okay. It's my colour. I'm currently looking at the plastic rainbow behind yeah. the car. It's like, which colour is It's wooden, please. Oh, sorry. Yes. Wooden. It's got a nice gloss to it. Okay. If there's any mums listening to this podcast, it's not a Grimm's rainbow, but I wish it was. The other three like young childless women are looking at me like, what the fuck's a Grimm's rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> what so, is a Grimm's rainbow? Yeah. It's a very expensive range of organic wooden... Rainbows. ...toys. Yeah, mainly oh. rainbows. And, oh. Like, the medium-sized rainbow costs about 50 quid. Wow. It's, it's basically that what I'm pointing at podcast people can't see and you know I, I was like broody about an hour ago but I wouldn't be That's able to afford to <laughs> you just have to buy a plastic tap from Fritz and Price and that is so out especially if you live in a village <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not looking at you I'm looking at the rainbow like hey. you immediately want to choose your favourite colour don't you yeah. but if we're going to go with reasoning but you're a new colour in the crayon box. New colour. New okay. colour. So you could be like... <laughs> how, how do oh, you what, like a colour that doesn't exist? Yeah, or like, you know how they have really strange names, like lime green. And so, that's not really strange, uh, but you know what I mean. Like, okay. I'm gonna get I'd probably be sassy black. Sassy black. <laughs> That'd be me. My dad always used to tell me the sunset was sky blue pink. Oh, so, that's so really sweet. Cute, yeah. <laughs> I could make a nice crayon out of that. Yeah. I'd be whimsical... Ooh. No, actually, that's the wrong word for me. No, scrap yeah, that. Like it. Finish that sentence. When was the call? I don't know. I don't was you trying know to like alliterate? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. But there's, there's no colour no beginning with W. Whimsical yeah, there white. is. White. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's artistic over Do you there. Know, that could be a really nice colour. Whimsical, like, whimsical white. white. Mm, is it bubble white? Yeah, but you can't no. really see them. You know, like that, like a glass. Bauble, bubble, like oh, yeah. it's a sheen on an oily mm. puddle. This sounds horrible, but imagine that with white. <laughs> yeah. Pearl, like pearl. Oh, pearl like pearl, pearl yeah. yeah. Mm. Whimsical pearl. Mm. Whimsical pearl. That kind of sounds naughty. Yeah. It does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something from a catalogue. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like something Anne Summers would ship. Whimsical pearl, why now? Yeah. Comes in three different sizes. Anyway. <laughs> oh no, I've just been taken somewhere I don't want to be taken to. <laughs> Taken there by your whimsical pearl. <laughs> what was your I don't oh, yeah. you do... know. Black. <laughs> See, I was going to say the hex code. F F F F F. No, no, no. F A F A F A. Like the hex code, like the three 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 three, because that's the only goddamn colour I've been looking at this week. That's the only colour I've got in my head. It's grey. It's like a very dark grey. There's too much grey in the world now. It's like sass. It's soft, and so it's still using black. So I quite like that one at the moment. Okay, and the final question, and this really throws people off. It's sort of a riddle, okay? But it is quite a psychological question by how you answer it. So, please all on the field with this. Magenta. (laughs) Three. (laughs) False. Okay. Can you name three consecutive days without using the words Wednesday, Friday, or Saturday? What? Yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Okay. Wow, that's quick. That's very quick. That's good. Okay. <laughs> I take it that's the only answer. Is it a trick question? It's not a trick question. There right. are a few answers to the question. Hang that's on. Fun. Without. So three consecutive days without using the words Wednesday, Friday, or Saturday. No. This is staring oh, at me. That's the only answer. 
Okay, that's fine. Well, if you answered Emily, and to all the people listening as well, if you answered Emily's question, or Emily's answer, it means that you're a very logical thinker, and it means that you are straight to the point and can be quite honest. Yeah, that's However, probably accurate. My um, my answer was yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Oh. Ah. Which means if you answer it like that, it means that you think outside the box. You're quite creative, and oh. was that your actual answer? answer? That was my actual answer. What if you answer with silence? Then yeah, like cat and I. <laughs> I was just literally seeing it trying to count on my fingers. Like an idiot. <laughs> How many days are there? Yeah, <laughs> we're cautious and we don't want to be wrong. Yeah, But yeah, there you go. There's the weird psychological question. Um, what other possible answers could we have? There was only the three. It was sort of like what, silence, silence yesterday, oh. today. Okay, we, we covered all of them. Yeah, we did. We did all of them. So yeah, there you go. Trust that out. See what people say. There you go. Well, that's it from all of us this week, ladies of Graphical, but we hope to see you very, very soon. And the next podcast, we will be looking at our portfolios, and we actually will be this time. We are going to put in some organisation and put them all on the table and see what horrendous things we can come up with. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Look forward to horses and naked ladies. It's going to be great. (laughs) I've got no naked ladies in mine. I feel quite... Have you got horses? I haven't got horses. Oh, Lisa. I've got engines. You're not invited. I've got engines. Got an engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> interested now. <laughs> You're reinvited. You've got a whimsical pearl. A whimsical pearl engines. Okay, so have a lovely day, evening, or whenever you're listening to this. I have been your host, Chaz Malkin, and these have been the ladies of Graphical. And remember, just because you think you can use Photoshop doesn't mean you should. Mm-mm. Thanks a lot. See you later. Bye. Bye.